안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My beloved brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Finally, I came to Atlanta and, uh, you know, our Hikuchi-san couple and Francis and then our Levi Dori came to airport and welcomed me. Thank you so much for your beautiful hospitality. Yes. Um, Yesterday, uh, before coming to Atlanta, and you know, in the morning, I had a beautiful meeting with the ACLC leaders, some our women leaders, our Angelica ACLC leaders. We had a very, very beautiful meeting. Thank you for your coming and joining breakfast together with me. 감사합니다. And then later on, uh, before going to airport, we visit to some, uh, you know, this uh, uh, having a meal together with the leaders in the morning. And then also we visit to some uh, mega churches, I think, uh, sit, you know, more than 10,000 people can gather together over there. And beautiful bishop couple, and we deliver the True Mother's Memoir. Uh, they are couple really, really having great ministry, take care of the people. So we uh, tour in his, uh, uh, you know, the temple and all the facilities. It was very good, thank you. Our Bishop Starlings, despite the busy schedule and came and helped me. And then always our Dr. Jenkins couple is there. Thank you so much, our Dr. Jenkins couples for your hard work. Of course, our my beloved sub-regional leader, you know, Patton, thank you so much. And today, <coughs> you know, uh, some word from uh, Mother of Peace. The title is a Small Boat on Heavy Seas. I'd like to invite Heavenly Honey to read. Our first living space was a small, sparsely decorated room at the back of Champadong Church. On one side, it connected to the chapel and on the other to the tiniest of courtyards. Our kitchen was small and old-fashioned with a rough cement floor. I cooked for my husband in that kitchen, which was always smoke-filled with coal briquettes. From the first day I prepared his meal, I was quite at home in that kitchen, which was similar to many my little family had occupied. I was quite deft with the cutting knife, even though my hands were cold. When people saw me preparing the various dishes without much trouble, they were surprised. Until a few weeks prior, they had thought of me as only a teenage nursing student. The church was always crowded with members, and my husband and I seldom spent time by ourselves. In such a public setting, 
Father Moon and I would sit across from each other and talk about our plans for the world. Members would show concern and say to us, please, you really should eat now. We would look at the clock and often see it was two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon. And we hadn't given a thought to lunch. I focused on the many tasks that would be entrusted to me in the future. I realized that not only Korea, but also the rest of the world was expecting me to extend my helping hand. Beginning with our first daughter, Yejin, I gave birth to children one after another. The church headquarters that served also as our home was a small and poorly insulated Japanese style house. And I suffered postpartum ailments as a result of delivering babies there. I was young, but as women have done from time immemorial, I quietly endured the pain of childbirth. Within my heart, Heavenly, Father, Heavenly Parent was present at every moment. No matter how difficult the situation and surroundings, I was filled with joy. Never for a moment did I lack the helping hand of God, working his miracles in the background. Within a few years, our small quarters were filled to bursting with our many children. Perhaps that is why they grew up loving and caring for one another. I considered them to be miniature expressions of God. I would kiss their cheeks and chat affectionately with them, and I prayed for them ceaselessly. I knew that God comes to dwell in the home where parents and children are harmonious. Even before our wedding, with God's providence at the forefront of my mind, I resolved to have 13 children. Today, people look at you askance if you have many children, but I saw that God wanted 12 to signify the perfection of East, West, North, and South. When you add one corresponding to the central position, you get 13, which opens the way for the continued development of the providence to its ultimate conclusion. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. True Mother said, no matter how difficult the situation and surroundings, I was filled with joy. True Mother was always grateful for the circumstances she was in. In your life of faith, if you are grateful, actually you can overcome any difficulties. That's why I repeat again and again and again the importance of the, the life of the appreciation. Don't take everything given to me for granted. And also don't say that everything is a coincidence. Think that everything from one to 10 has been prepared for me by heavenly parents. 
and do not expect someone to do something for me and uh, and don't make it a habit then there is always a feeling of gratitude those who don't have appreciation always take it for granted my wife cook for me that is a, that she, she should be done my children need to study very well they are that is their portion of responsibility you know someone give me and then someone helping me and then someone do uh, something for me always we are take it for granted this is a really big problem and also that you know we are everything is like uh, sometimes we feel oh this is a coincidence do not think that way if we really everything from 1 to 10 has been prepared for me by heavenly god he prepared everything just wake up early morning he give me air wow have water to wash my face walking i have still two legs no sick i still can eat wow everything given by god through our heavenly parents jong song so i am so grateful to god you know so we need to have that kind of appreciation like a true mother true mothers are one of the uh, really great uh how great faith is what always appreciate God's helping for her. True mother said, never for a moment did I lack the helping hand of God, working his miracles in the background. You can see that true mother's life of faith was through in the parent and child relationship. How God is her parents and she is only begotten daughter. I think she has that kind of form relationship with God never changing she has absolute faith heavenly god you are my parents for me not just only child of god i am god's only begotten daughter she never forget even 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 one second she has that kind of form faith form relationship between god and her own self true mother also consider her children to be miniature expressions of god my children is god and then also she would kiss their cheeks and chat affectionately with them and she pray for them that's why i think i can see you know you know when some parents are raising up their children very well they are always using the skinship heart stick skinship <laughs> in my family i am telling you in korean according to korean tradition not easy to hug each other and then show the skinship between parents and child but i learned from my father and mother when my father you know came back from outside and then 
and my wife and my mother is hug my father. And my mother often hug me, even my father. I learn naturally, you know, the skinship. Skinship is really, really important for me. But as a Korean guy, not easy to do that. But I learn naturally from my parents and kissing, embracing, and hugging. I really feel very much a warm feeling. And then I came to America become more natural to really hug each one of the brothers and sisters, not just only by duty or responsibility. I really want to hug each one of the American brothers and sisters. They are children of God. True mother also raised her children knowing that they were mini-age expression of God. It means really mother treat each one of her own children, God's sons and daughters. If you do not think of your children as children of God, it will always become very much humanistic, education, and flow horizontally. That's why in order to invite God in our family, really need to have the vertical connection. Vertical connection means what? I treat my father and mother, my parents as God. Then feel Holy Spirit. Is God is there. And same kind of the alignment attitude toward to my spouse. I treat my spouse as God. And I treat my children as God's children. That's why whatever I see, whatever I treat with any people, with my own brothers and sisters, in the name of God, there is a vertical connection with anyone to give and take. I am telling you, there is a dignity, there is a holy environment, and then God always dwells within, within that kind of environment. That's why very important. So in order to raise up, you know, to raise up our children properly, we learn from from mother's mother, Hong Demoni. Number one, you need to treat your children absolutely not just only by thinking and concept. You surely need to have a clear about the you know thinking and concept. You need to treat your children as God's children. Secondly, secondly, if they are children of God, they are prince and princess of God. You are in any position, then you need to need to use very much respect, respectful language. Do not using the do not use the bad language. Always respectful language. Really, I really attend them like God's prince and princess. Always oh, using respectful language and treat them as God's sons and daughters. 
We can learn from true mother. We can learn from our Hong Demonim. If we do not treat our children as God's children, become, I am telling you, become very much horizontal. Just only humanistic about the relationship between physical father and mother. Then there is no God. Why did they, our children, and go their own direction? Nothing deal with the parents. Why have the far distance? Because we do not raise up them as God's sons and daughters, just only raise up them as my own child, my own plurality. Become very much humanistic, become very much horizontal, then connect to more satanic environment. This is the problem. Family is the issue. In the family, we do not raise up properly as God's sons and daughters. I really repent myself and then reflect on myself. I didn't do much like that. I want to go back again from the, you know, from earlier time when I just marry, marry my wife. I want to raise up again my children in such a way. Oh my God. Why should you do why should you do like that? This is because when parents and children become one, God can be present there. Parents regard their children, their children as God, as children regard their parents as God, as God comes in between their respect for each other. True mother said, even before our wedding, with God's providence at the forefront of my mind, I resolved to have 13 children today. People look at you, I look at you uh, as cans. If you have many children, but I saw that God wanted to travel to signify the perfection of East, the west and north and south. When you add one corresponding to the central position, you get 13. Uh, mother always thinking, centering on God's will, everything providential. The reason to mother gave birth to, to many children was to complete the providence, not for own self, even giving 10 children, 12, 13 children, for the sake of God's providence. She never think her own self. How many children will you have? How many children do you want to have? Don't make human, human plan. We need to receive what God gives us. We have to obey God's plan. You know, God cannot focus on my own plan. I need to focus on God's plan. I need to have two daughters or one boy. I only have only just want to have one boy, only just one girl. So nothing that way. We need to receive what God gives us. We need to focus on God's plan, not my own plan. That's why when you make the plan, how many children do I have? Everything humanistic. Everything my center point of view, 
That's, that's the reason why God cannot intervene my family. We need to reflect on that. Okay, Heavenly Honey, please read. God's dispensation for the salvation of humankind is not something that happens in one generation. To carry it out, God has sought out and established central people throughout history. 2,000 years ago, how did God send Jesus, his only begotten son, without original sin, to this earth through the people of Israel? The Bible records that God had to restore a pure lineage in several stages. There are unresolved issues connected to this lineage that I must set straight during my lifetime. And so I set to recover and rightly establish the lineage of goodness centered on heaven. In order to give rebirth and resurrection to this complicated lineage and thus transform it into the true lineage whose center is God, I willingly took the risks that come with pregnancy and childbirth, including managing the birthing pains that put a woman's life in God's hands. I gave birth to 14 children over a period of 20 years. Wow. True mother just only giving birth to 14 children over a period of the 20 years. She's not a normal woman. She's not just a simple woman. Her entire life totally sacrificed for the sake of God's will and God's providence. My dear brothers and sisters, God's providence of restoration is ultimately the providence of lineage restoration. Look at the pure lineage of Jesus. What providence did God provide to restore the lineage? You, you see the Jesus, uh, the blood lineage, you know, to purify. Many people cannot understand. There are four, four, you know, the woman looks like outside the point, point of view, four, like a chapter two woman. Make the relationship between, you know, a father in law and, uh, you know, daughter in law together, make a relationship. And that kind of, the, you know, ancestor blood lineage. Many people do not understand. The restoration of God's providence is a restoration of the blood lineage. That's why you, if we think humanistic way, this is really uncomfortable. How come Jesus' blood lineage like this? How come Jesus' mother, Maria, go to Zacharias' home? Do you think Maria without man, give words to Jesus? This is against natural law. You know, there is a really cannot describe, knowledge to describe about talking about uh, lineage restoration. Even through parents' life course, we do not know. He's the Messiah. He need to go through that kind of way. 
We do not know. He knows only how to, how to purify you know, God's plural lineage. That's why without clear understanding, just only externally judge here and there, this is a really big problem. You look at the, the, the Jesus plural lineage. Giving birth to 13 children was the way to endure the pain, giving birth to a new life, at risk of the life and death. Ultimately, the providence of restoration to change the lineage, unless there is a change from the blood of the slaves to that of the royal family of God, and unless there is a change, change from the heart of the servant to all of the heart of the heavenly parents, the providence of heaven's restoration will not end. That's why many things still we could not understand. How much our true father, true mother gone through incredible suffering, many people cannot understand in, in order to purify God's blood lineage. That's why can can you imagine that? How much true father misunderstood? How much true father really uh, got a persecution because of this and that? Wow, incredible. Today's father's world, <clears throat> world of heart is more important than spiritual openness. <clears throat> Can you read? When you go to the spirit world, you will see even a young child is better than yourself. Even young children know everything. In the past, there was someone who did something through a young child, right? Therefore, when you can connect with the spirit world, you just, you know everything and it is all figurative. Just because you know it doesn't make you that great. The spirit world has great diversity in figure and form. The more precious thing is the origin of freedom. In other words, the world of heart. If you cannot connect with the standard of heart, you have no freedom. For me, today's father's word is incredibly important. <clears throat> Father said, true father said that when you go to spiritual world, even young children are better than you. Why? For young children, their parents are their parents are absolute. If we absolutely know God like a children and know him as our uh, absolute protector, our spiritual level will be elevated. A young child is like a you know, sunflower and follows their parents. We too must be like a children and practice a sunflower faith. Mother very much emphasizing the, the, the practicing the sunflower faith. Do you understand sunflower faith? Sunflower always following direction of the sunlight. That's what we call sunflower. 
absolute alignment. When east, the winter sun and then moving forward from east to west, and the sunflower exactly follow sunlight. That's why mother said we we need to have the sunflower faith. We say hebaragi. Sunflower means hebaragi. Faith means shinang. Hebaragi shinang. Hebaragi shinang. Hebaragi shinang. Wow. Absolute alignment. So why children is, is better than us? Because our children is very pure. Absolutely follow, you know, their own father and mother. Absolute. They think my father and mother, uh, they are absolute protector. If we have that kind of the child, children, that kind of the faith like children, like uh, our faith like a sunflower, our spiritual level will be elevated. When people get older, the things that hinder, disturb them are knowledge, money, wealth, honor, power, and then self-obsession. This is the real problems. True Father says, spiritually, do not, do not envy any spirit and ancestors for communicating. Anyone with interest and devotion can know the spiritual world and communicate with ancestors and spirit. Don't, do, not be, do not be envious of knowing the spirit, uh, superficial spiritual realm. Especially Japan, oh, there are many kinds of spiritual groups. Of course, in Korea, somewhere, spiritual group. And then someone becomes spiritual, spiritually mediator, communicating with the spiritual world. They say this is Hunjinim spirit, this is the Shojinim spirit, this is a demonim spirit, this and that all. Then and then you know our brothers and sisters do not know much of the spiritual world. And then anyone spiritually open, and then someone connect to spiritual world and communicating, we just bow down to them and respect them. And then they say something and absolutely obey because we have the spiritual ignorance. Father say, there is nothing. Spiritual openness is nothing. Do not envy and spirits and ancestors for communicating. If we put more chung and then more, more prayer and dedication, Anyone can have this kind of experience. That's why don't be envious of knowing uh, uh, superficial, uh, superficial spiritual realm. Father said the most important thing in spiritual world is the heart. Kingdom of heaven is the world of the heart. In the relationship of the parent and child, husband and wife, and siblings, and the most important things are not money and wealth and fame and or diamond or spiritual openness. That is nothing. That is really, really, you know, does not make any sense. 
In, we need to know that spiritual war, the war of the heart, heart is more important than anything else. That's why I don't like, uh, you know, spiritual phenomenon and create another spiritual group, this group and then group, and then people are just only gathering there. And at the end, and finally, and deny father and mother and deny even divine principle. Wow. This is really terrible. They only small part, they know only small part of the spiritual world. That's why not no need to be envious at all. They are nothing. What standard do parents usually judge their children? Money, status, knowledge. It is the heart of the giving back to parents as children. That is filial piety. In the spiritual world, your, your heart becomes the capability. And your love becomes the capability. Not by money, not by status, not by knowledge, not by your position. Nothing. Your heart becomes the capability. Your love becomes the capability. Your heart becomes a capability. We need to know this point. Wow. It is a really amazing guidance. Oh, someone have the insight, can see for far future, and then, you know, create many miracles. He has a power. He has a healing power. Whenever he pray for someone, he, he can be cured. <laughs> this is really external. Bringing miracle, external. Healing someone's about the sickness, this is external. Important thing is what? Heart. Heart. In spiritual world, your filial piety becomes your capability. Knowledge and skills are not important. Your filial piety becomes your capability. Your heart is the most important than anything. Your heart more important than miracle. Your heart more important than healing any kind of sickness. Really, really amazing guidance by the Father. All spiritual problems can be solved by establishing a relationship of the heart of the parent and child. Father say, if you experience God's heart, you can solve all your problems and the fortune of the wealth will follow automatically. In the spiritual world, knowing that God is my father and that I am the God's child brings forth unimaginable power. How? True father overcome all kind of the torturing difficulties and problems in the prison. Because he has a firm faith. No matter what God is my father. I am child of God. As long as that kind of the firm faith, Satan cannot invade anymore. Therefore, 
We must know God through the uh, uh, know God through the world and know our value. Only then I can be free. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yeah, we by by the you know we we learn from the Bible. When you commit sin, you have no freedom. So do not commit sin. Do not complain. If I complain, I become a slave to sin and a slave to Satan. Children are free within their parents' hearts, and parents are free within their children's hyojung filial piety. The truth will set you free. But most important thing is what heavenly parents' heart will set you free. The heart of the parents and child relationship will set you free forever. At the formation stage, you must know the truth to experience freedom. At the, at the growth stage, you must have a mind and body unity to feel freedom. At the completion stage, you need to know the heart of God to gain freedom, eternal freedom. We must know the essence of the spiritual world. The essence of the spiritual world is the origin of freedom. When is the spirit world is free? It is most natural when I, when I am the world of the heart. When I enter the realm of the heart, then everything is free. That's why our final goal is what? How can I become heartistic person? How can I understand God's sorrowful heart? When I truly understand God's heart, and then I can definitely find true freedom. Okay, please read. Problem of heart is the greatest problem. It is the same between friends. If you go to the house of a friend that you greet only occasionally, will you feel free? You won't feel free. Even amongst friends, you definitely need a bond of heart to feel free in entering his sphere of life. And when each of you can enter each other's sphere of life, do you feel free? To have this kind of connection, you need to be close in heart. Once that happens, all external problems will be resolved. Therefore, the greatest problem is the problem of heart. Wow. Are you happy? You have that kind of a really incredible true parent's guidance. Is there freedom in your friendship? Is there free freedom in your marriage? Is there freedom in the relationship between parents and child? Is there freedom in siblings' relationships? Is there freedom in the Cain and Abel relationships? The reason you feel free when you look at each other is because there is a bond between them. Because of you have a heartistic relationship, where there is a heartistic relationship, inseparable relationship, and close each other. 
then you can feel freedom. The biggest problem is the heart problem for the self. Everything else is, uh, you know, subordinate, uh, subordinate, subordinate. Nothing actually. The biggest problem is the heart problem. Emotional and heartistic bone is a relationship that is a natural if it is closed in a human relationship. The, the, to establish a relationship, you have to be close in heart. The life of faith is to build heartistic relationship. Faith is creating an inseparable relationship of heart. That is the purpose of the faith. How to create that kind of hardest relationship between parents, child, between husband and wife, between siblings, you know, between Cain and Abel, wherever I go, how can I feel freedom? Only one way. When you have a hardistic relationship. If you are emotionally uncomfortable, you have no freedom. Do you feel free in God? Do you feel free within true parents? Do you feel free in your marriage? To feel free, you have to be close emotionally, artistically. To be close emotionally, artistically, you have to think a lot. How can I become like that? Centering on God's point of view. And also you need to have a concern. Concern each other. Care each other. And then finally, give to others. Already oh, try to serve, try to giving for the sake of others. Through this kind of way, we can build heartistic relationship. Problems or problem of heart is the greatest problem. Why Adam and Eve fell? Because there is a heartistic distance. Between heavenly parents and Adam and Eve, you know, they have, they have a heartistic distance. Fall come from heartistic distance. Why children go their own way? Because there is a heartistic distance between parents and child. Why divorce and separate from each other? Because there is a Heartistic distance between husband and wife. What is the purpose of life of faith? To build a heartistic relationship. And finally connect to God's heart and then make inseparable, unshakable relationship between God and myself. That's why my brothers and sisters, the problem of heart is the greatest problem. Thank you very much because today I don't have time to share youth ministry. Let's uh, finish here. Thank you.